There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and happy day 38 of the program. Okay, so this conversation today, you're going to want to bookmark it because this is where I'm going to take you through the maximizing 20 questions. Now, before I get into that, I do want to talk about maximizing for a second because, I mean, at this point... You're following along your week five of the program. I think you're understanding that weight loss is so much more than eating less and exercising more. In fact, I mean, you get to a point where how much less can you eat? How much more are you exercising and you still can't lose weight or you're just gaining weight year over year over year or every time you do one of those diets where you eat less, exercise more, starve, deprive yourself, you lose the weight, but you gain it all back every single time plus more. My goal for you is to be able to lose your weight in a way that you'll be able to move on for the rest of your life and never have to worry about trying to lose weight again. You're going to have the tools that you need to be able to make the choices that you need to make. And that doesn't mean never eating bread, never eating pasta, never eating this, never doing that. It means living your life and enjoying all the yummy bites bits that come with it because you are so in tune to your body's needs where your body is calm physically and you are calm mentally whenever you are around foods and you're making very conscious, mindful choices. So this troubleshooting session that I'm doing with you guys today, you can find the maximizing checklist in the book. It's also in the PDF section of the file section as a PDF in the Facebook support group. It's also in the app as well. Um, this, this came about because I used to, when the groups were smaller, I used to take people through a troubleshooting session. I would have them join me and come on, I would have them join me and come on live in the group where I would have them face to face and we would have a conversation. And these would be people who are really struggling. These are people who are, I'm doing all the things, you know, I just can't seem to lose this weight. I, you know, I've gone through the checklist and I'm doing all of them. And then what happened was, is that I get them on camera and they weren't doing all of the things. They were drinking more water than they had before. They were trying really hard, but still skipping meals and snacks. They were going for walks, but with their 12-year-old dog around the block and not getting their heart rate up and not doing resistance training. Yet they would score themselves 10 across the board. So what, what I used to suggest with the maximizing post is give yourself a score, a one out of 10. And it's not a judgy thing. It's just to see where you're at. Collecting data type of thing. And I'd be like, okay, how did you score on, you know, with water? Oh, 10. Well, how much water are you drinking? Two and a half liters. Okay. All right. Are you really short? Are you, you know, you maybe have a few pounds to lose? No, I'm like five, seven. I got 60 pounds to lose. I'm like, okay, are you exercising? Yeah, I'm sweating on whatever, but you're only drinking two liters of water. Yeah, I know. It's like not as much as I need, but it's so much more than I'm used to drinking. Okay. But you don't get a 10 for effort. You just don't, um, you know, exercise. Like I said, you scored a 10 here. Yeah. I, I, I go for a walk three times 
a week. Okay, are you getting your heart rate up? Are you doing any kind of resistance training? Well, no, because I don't have a lot of time and my dog is old, so I'm walking my dog. Okay, well, you don't get a 10 for walking your dog around the block three times a week. Um, you know, have you, have you checked in with your doctor? Yeah, I got a physical last month. Have you added any, any of the supplements? No, I don't think I need the supplements. Okay. But your the weight, your weight's not moving. You're not noticing any non-scale victories. You're having a hard time getting that scale moving, but you're not, why are you not adding in any of the Oh, I don't really think I need them. Okay. So my point is, is, is that there's always, I got tired of pointing out the obvious to people. And that's what happened. It just, it got to the point where I was bringing people on and I was just pointing out the obvious. And I was like, okay, this has got, there's got to be a better way. And so this troubleshooting is all about helping every single one of you look for areas of opportunity. This is where you got to get really real with yourself. No one's going to give you brownie points for marking yourself on a 10 when really you're performing at a two. But what you can do is look at that and say, okay, what can I do to get more water in? What can I do to be more active? What can I do? And, and, and sometimes you're limited, right? Like, let's say your sleep, you, you're like, oh, I, I don't sleep well and getting crappy sleeps. And you've done all the things you've listened to our guest experts talk about sleep. You've, you know, you're, you've, you keep the lights down low and you've got your room dark, but you're a shift worker. And maybe you only have a four or five hour window to get a, your longest chunk of sleep. So it is what it is at the end of the day. But then you, you can say to yourself, okay, well, I'm doing all the things to facilitate the best sleep possible given the circumstance I'm under. Obviously, my lack of sleep is factoring into my weight loss journey. And that's not, it's not going to stop you from reaching your goal because you can make up for it in other areas. So if you can't drink the amount of water, that is the, again, that's the minimum suggested, that's basic body function, that's science, that's not me, that two and a half liters. For whatever reason, if you're unable to drink that water because maybe you have some medical issues where your doctor's advising you to minimize your water intake, that's okay. There are other things that you can focus on to maximize your efforts. If you can't get the sleep that you would like to get because, you know, life just doesn't allow it for you, uh, maybe you're a new mom and you've got kids waking up in the middle of the night, that's that's okay. There are other areas that you can focus on. Your stress levels, right? And this is where I use the example of deep breathing when people are like, I'm doing everything to manage my stress. I'm like, have you taken any time to do some deep breathing exercises? And they're like, what? Well, no. It is one of the simplest things that you can do that actually will have an impact on your stress levels, calming down that vagus nerve that Dr. Paul talked about the other day, just to sit quietly and take some deep breaths. You have to breathe. It doesn't take any extra effort for you to breathe, yet it has a massive impact on your stress levels. And so there are always things that you can do. I, I, I think hope is about, well, there's always something you can do. Like, if I can't do this, then I can do that. If I can't focus on this, then I can put my focus over here. And so it's all about all the things that you are doing that are going to add up to make a big difference. Because in my experience, when it comes to dieting, people are like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And they either don't do it long enough to amount to any kind of real change, or they're always switching up the things that they're doing. And so what we're doing is we are starting with that basic food plan right? We're being so consistent and following that, hitting all our meals and snacks, making them nutrient rich. And then we're also, so we got that going on. We're making sure we got our water 
coming in. And we're making sure we've added in those supplements, right? Because if your vitamin D levels are tanked, you're, you're, I mean, your body's just struggling to function on a daily basis. If you're not getting enough magnesium in your diet, that's affecting your metabolism. Not getting enough good fats in your diet, your body's going to be reluctant to let go of the fat that's making you fat. So you, you, your body factors in those supplements, right? And then you add in exercise and then you start managing your stress and you start getting better sleep. And then, you know, with your doctor, you're, you know, you're managing your, your, not just your health and wellness, but any health issues that you have, right? Checking in with their, with them regularly. You are working on the mental part of it. So you start to pull in all these things that you're doing and you're doing them as consistently as possible so that you're moving forward. And all the little things that you're doing that you're not associating with weight loss or you think are really insignificant, because they might be as a one-off on their own, but with everything that you're doing is actually going to make a huge difference. So I love getting really real about the 20 questions or that it really, there's like 150 (laughs) questions in this checklist that you can ask yourself because you want to get real because when you're real, you know what you're really dealing with in order to make the changes you really need to make to see those very real results when it comes to healthy, sustainable weight loss. Um, so the first one is, are you following the program to the best of your ability? I saw someone make a comment in the group today and they're like, oh, I feel like I'm behind and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that and I'm, I'm not doing this and not doing that and I'm really frustrated with what's happening on the scale. I'm like, okay, but <laughs> like, you, you can't expect the scale to move if you're not doing this and you're not doing that and you're not doing all these other things. Like You have to recognize where you are at and be like, okay, fuck, what do I need to do to get my ass in gear and start doing the things that I need to do? And that's where this maximizing checklist comes in. So like, have you watched the living method video? Do you even know what the fuck you're doing right now (laughs) or why (laughs) are you watching all of the videos? You're just blowing them off because you think you know what you need to do because you've been dieting for 20 years. Are you a returning member and you're not reading the information, which we've tweaked time and time again, by the way, or watching the videos relevant to where you are at now because you think you know, because if that's what you're doing, you are missing out. Because every time you review that information, you're reviewing it from where you are at and what you've already learned. And it's just going to be like, wow, okay, last time I didn't even think about this, but now this is exactly what I'm going to focus on, right? The food plan. Have you watched the food plan video? I know I can tell how many people have watched that video. I know there are thousands of people who have yet to watch the food plan video and you're asking questions about it yet you've never watched the video or the individual breakdowns of the meals and snacks and trust me I'm cognizant of the amount of time I want you spending on this but I want you to invest in your time now so you can truly lose your weight finally and forever and move on and never have to worry about I'm trying to save you time in your future, time, energy, money. I'm trying to save you all of that by giving you the information that you need now. So watching those videos, are you eating all your meals and snacks? You're still skipping them. Are you still counting, weighing and measuring, still thinking, oh, if I just do what Gina says, but I also add in intermittent fasting or, you know, I start, you know, I, I count my calories or whatever I'm doing because whatever I did on those old diets worked and you're trying to do that here. And I know some of you are listening right now. That's exactly what you're doing. Right? I know that's exactly what you're doing. Are you really asking the four questions? That's a big one. Are you actually asking those four questions or just blowing it off and just eyeballing or trying to eat less? Are you even trying with that? Because I'm telling you, that mind-body connection, it's a real thing. And you want to be able to trust your body when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat at the end of this program. So asking those four questions, getting in tune, all the tweaks that we're making and the changes that we're suggesting are all bigger picture. 
are all to help you lose your weight, yes, but to help you maintain it moving on, right? Again, that's the whole goal of that. Um, are you checking into the Living Method app or you haven't even opened it because you're just not a techie and you're like, oh, I don't know, technology is not for me. It is so easy to use. It, it Not only can you track your weight and your fluids and your mood and your movement and your sleep, and there's like fancy graphs that go along with it, which is great. It's so easy to use and it actually guides you through the program, making sure you have all the elements that you need. Um, it, it, as the food plan changes, the app changes along with it. Easy access to the information. There was a Facebook glitch this morning um, where people couldn't even get on Facebook. That happens. But guess what? The app still worked. You can still access the information. Have you bought the book? Are you complaining every day that it's so hard to read the information on your Facebook screen or in the app, but you haven't bought the book? Have you not invested in the book that has like all of this space? Look, it even has like little QR codes that link directly to the videos. If you want a refresher, there's all sorts of room to make notes, to highlight, to do all those things, right? Uh, are you pulling out this maximizing post at the beginning of every week? Just reminding yourself of the things that you can do. Um, the next one is, has, has your body had enough time to focus on fat loss? Are you coming off 20 years of starving and depriving yourself and expecting your body just to, you know, lose your weight already, right? Like, have you been sick this whole time? Have you been stressed this whole time? Are you dealing with shit in your life that is not making it easy for you to follow this program? So you're really struggling, but because five weeks has gone by, you're like, oh, I should have already lost my weight by now. But like three out of five of those weeks, you've been sick or, you know, barely doing the things that you need to do. And I love that you're showing up anyway. And absolutely, if even if you half-ass this program, you are going to be successful in the end, but really meeting yourself where you're at and how you've been able to follow along. For example, you feel like you're behind, you haven't been following, and yet you're disappointed on the scale. Okay, but that's there's probably reasons why you fell behind and reasons why you haven't been able to follow to the best of your ability. So just getting really real with that, right? Like, and being consistent with the things that you are doing, or, or is this like the first week you've kind of got it all together and it's taken you five weeks to get it together, which there's a lot to get together. And for so many reasons, you might feel like you're just getting into the groove of it. And we need to normalize that because it's a lot to make the changes that you need to make, but that you also have to recognize the fact that you are exactly where you are. And there's a reason for that. And if you're not happy with where you are at, what can you do about that? And a big part of that is just reflecting on why, why are you not further ahead, right? Why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done that? There's probably great reasons. You have a lot going on right now. So just getting really real with that. Are you setting your intentions in the morning? Are you actually setting your intentions? Are you? Are you doing that? Setting your intentions, end of day reflections. That shit is so helpful, especially when it comes to sabotaging and getting out of your own way. It's just reminding yourself that you're still focused on this because motivation ain't going to do it for you. We know that at this point. So you got to have a really strong why. Intentions are just reminding you every single day of why you're, why you're trying, why you're making the choices that you make. And then the end of day reflections, everyone wants to be accountable, but the reality is the accountability is to yourself. And that's where your evening reflections will come in. How did I make out today? I woke up, I had all these plans. You know, I didn't drink my water. I skipped some meals and snacks. Okay, Gina, get your shit together. What do you need to do here? And it's not about berating yourself, but it's getting really real with yourself and then making a plan for the next day. Maybe I should start using that living method app where I can set reminders when it comes to drinking my water. Maybe I should, you know, start setting those intentions and reflections and, you know, really 
choosing ones that are more resonating with me rather than the same old autopilot shit that doesn't seem to be connecting with me because I set those same intentions every day. Maybe it's not drink water, do this, whatever. Maybe my intention is be in the moment, you know, remind myself. Maybe you need a midday check-in, right? Um... Number three, have you had a cold or flu or any other sickness your body is dealing with you had to focus on? Yeah, I mean, this is very similar to has your body had the time, right? Like, are you are you sick yet you're forcing the food plan? Come hell or high water, I'm doing what I need to do. Meanwhile, that you've had this cold that won't go away or you just have a headache for like a whole week or you, you're not taking the time to rest, like not really recognizing what your body is dealing with and doing anything at all to help it, right? A lot of people just are like, oh, I'm just going to power through this. I did this in the fall. I was just like, I'm fine. I know what's going on. And then it turns out I went to the doctor finally and I needed two rounds of antibiotics. Not something I could fix on my own. A lot of times people are resistant to going into the doc to their doctors, checking in with their healthcare providers. I know because like it takes fucking forever sometimes right? And then sometimes, especially if we carry excess weight, we're very mindful of going to the doctor because they're just going to tell us you're unhealthy and you need to lose weight. But really what's really exciting about where you're at is look at all the things that you're doing, right? To be proactive. So are you being proactive about your health and wellness, not just when it comes to losing weight, but also when you've got some health issues going on or you're not feeling so hot? Are you taking the things that you need to take that can help your body with these things, you know? Are you managing your stress? I mean, we talked a lot about stress. Are you adding in movement? Are you going out for walks? Are you taking Epsom salt baths? Have you added meditation? You know, are you eating early in the evening to help your body get ready for a nice deep sleep, which is going to help your body with your stress. A lot of times we just think about stress and not about all the other things that factor into stress, like movement, like sleep, like our food choices, right? Are you getting enough deep and REM sleep? I'm not going to spend too much time on this. Have you listened to our experts during that week where we just talked sleep? We talked the psychology behind sleep or lack of with Dr. Beverly because like the choices that you're making based on the sleep that you are getting or not getting, how your body processes your foods differently and how not getting enough sleep affects your hormones, that conversation with Dr. Linka and the sleep hygiene conversation with uh, Alana McGinn. I mean, I, I, I talk to Alana every group three times a year. Do you, do you think that I'm doing all of the things I need to do to facilitate my sleep? No. Do you think I learn something new every time I speak to her? Absolutely. Right? So if you feel like you've heard the conversation before, listen to it again, because if you're still suffering in the sleep department, there's probably still things you can do, you know? Are you getting enough water? That's a big one. Um, are you not just drinking a whole bunch of water and then feeling like it's running right through you? Have you added in some, you know, electrolytes to your water, some trace minerals? Have you watched the amazing video with Dr. Pfeiffer? Um, are you really understanding how important water is? Are you adjusting your water every day or are you just hitting a certain number, right? You're just aiming for that certain amount, whether you need more or less, and you're just like autopilot. And this is what I need. Once I blow through my, like my four liter jug or whatever it is, I'm done. I'm done. Right? Like that's like really getting in tune to your body's actual needs. Um, are you setting timers and reminders? You know, are you, are you tracking your water? Are you recognizing when it's not appealing and how that goes hand in hand with when your body is releasing fat and in detox? Are you paying attention to that? And when the scale is moving, are you making sure you're making an extra effort to get that water in? Supporting the body in detox is so huge because everyone spends all their time trying to get the scale to move. And then once it starts moving, they like pull back on their foods, they stop drinking their water, they're staying up late 
late at night. They're extra hungry, so they snack in, and they're not helping. They're not helping their body. Have you have you read that post on supporting the body in detox and really understanding what that means, so that when that scale is moving, you're prepared and you're immediately thinking, okay, what are the things I can do to keep my keep my weight here. Are you measuring your water? That's a big one. Well, I know I say that because over the years I've had so many people be like, here I, here I thought I was drinking my three and a half liters. Turns out my measurements were all wrong and I was only drinking two and a half because you just keep pouring it into a cup and you're like, okay, well this looks like a big cup. So surely that's like 500 mils or whatever it is, right? Just making sure that you are actually drinking the amount of water. Uh, I saw that. I need to buckle down. Hi, Pam. Yeah, this is what it's about. I am assuming you want this fucking done already. I'm assuming you want to do all the fucking things that you can do to lose your fucking weight already and move on with the rest of your life. I know that's a lot of F-bombs in there, but it's like, it's it's appropriate because don't we just want to lose this weight? And, now, and listen, if you're, if you're listening and you're like, oh, I got this, easy peasy, whatever, then maybe this isn't the conversation for you. But here's the thing, even when things are moving and grooving, chances are there's going to come a time where you you're like, ha, huh, I'm on this plateau. What can I do to break it? Or as your body changes, you need to start focusing on new things that you didn't focus on before, right? And that's the same thing if you're a returning member. You can't just do the same old things that you were doing last time because chances are you already addressed those issues. So now you need to meet yourself where you're at and be like, okay, what can I focus on this time? And this happens a lot when people are returning members and they start with portions is that they think they need to keep their portions small because when they finish the program, their portions were like a certain size. And then when you come back in and you reset with a new program, your metabolism is higher. Maybe you're more active. Your body actually needs more not less, and you're not adjusting to that. So then you're back in a situation where you're not giving your body enough because you're just trying to eat that one egg every day rather than, you know, one egg one day, three eggs the next day, and really be in tune to how much your body actually needs, you know? Are you making your meals and snacks as nutrient-rich as possible, or are you still eating salads every freaking day? Are you forcing yourself to eat salads because you think that's what you ate last time, and the last time you did the program was in the spring, and, you know, that worked for you because it was the spring, and that's what the body tends to crave in the springtime, lighter foods, you know, um, salads, veggies, fruits, those types of things, and once you want to bump those up in the spring and summer, but it's the wintertime, and you've been forcing yourself to eat like a salad with lettuce, a hunk of chicken and some, I don't know, lemon squeezy on the side. Like, and what you really want is some something hearty and you walk away feeling unsatisfied, not because you're eating less during downsizing week, but just because you're feeling unsatisfied with your food choices. Are you eating carrot sticks for veggie snack and then complaining that you're hungry every night because you're not adding like the protein and fat that goes with it to give it more sustaining energy? You're just like having carrot sticks and you're not like adding in I don't know, some hummus or some cheese or, you know, something to give it more oomph, right? Or you're just going for like what's easy, which is fine, but is, is what easy is that nutrient rich, right? Um, are you switching up your nuts? You're just having peanuts every day, right? Because you're afraid of the high fat and those macadamia nuts. <sighs> you know what I mean? Meanwhile, that good fat and protein feeds into your satiety hormones, makes you feel more satisfied heading into dinner. So if you're constantly feeling unsatisfied, yet you're eating to satisfaction, or you notice that right after you're done eating, like after your, your lettuce and your chicken, you know, after you're done, you're hungry an hour later and wondering why, because you just, your, your food's got no nutrient value to it, right? 
So that's a really big one. Have you reviewed the Let's Talk? Do you even know what I'm saying when I say make your foods nutrient rich? Do you even have a clue what that what I'm saying? And you might not. And and you might not because there's been so much information that we have posted over the last five weeks. You might have missed it that day. And so you want to make sure that, you know, if I keep talking about nutrient rich every day in the check-in video or whatever, you're like, what the hell is she talking about this nutrient rich thing? What does that mean? You know, yeah, use good, use quality oils and dressings or whatever. If you're going to make a salad, right, put some, put some tons of veggies in there, nuts, seeds, avocado, good oils, throw some quinoa on your salad if you, if you need to. Put some rice on your salad if you need. I love a good warm salad this time of year, right? So you start with your cold salad base, then you, you, you know, you cook up some rice or some quinoa and you heat that up or saute with a little bit of garlic, throw that in your salad. Oh, delicious. Um, are you having a protein rich breakfast or are you back to just having your oatmeal and put like two nuts on it and think like that's high protein, right? Like, are you falling into bars or balls or just relying on protein shakes? Because, you know, again, you're just like, what's easy. You want to do what's going to give you the most bang for your buck. Not that I'm not a fan of, I'm not a fan of liquid nutrients. If you want to add extra protein in on top of the breakfast you're already having, I'm all about that. Um, you definitely want to be watching whatever you're mixing your proteins with. I definitely wouldn't use fruit in a protein shake. You're not doing shakes. You're just adding in that extra protein. But are you really making an effort or are you just kind of on autopilot every day? This is not the time to be on autopilot. This is the time to do what you need to do to get this done. This is where you've set aside 91 days to focus specifically on helping your body focus on fat loss and you doing all the things you need to do and make all the choices that you need to make to help that along already, right? That's why one of the reasons why I break this down into 91 day increments, digestible bits, digestible chunks for you to be like, I'm focusing on this right now. This is my time to focus on weight loss. And then you can take a break in between groups if you want or, you know, whatever you want to do. But this is this is the time I have chosen to work towards my why. Right? I signed up for this program to lose weight. So I'm here. It's like, you know, and you're not doing the work as your kid being like, oh, I'll do, I'll just study for that after after the semester. Well, the semester is now. You have to show up for class every day. You have to do the homework now. You have to do the projects now. After it's done, ain't going to help you. You know what I mean? You got to get this shit done. You got to get done now. Are you still having low fat, no fat dairy products? Oh, gah. Are you still afraid of fat? Are you still afraid of fruit? right? Are you still like not buying into, you know, what I'm putting down? I know it's hard and I'm not asking anyone to have blind faith, but you really have to, a lot of the information has changed. Like nuts don't, nuts and seeds don't make you fat. Fat does not make you fat. Just like breads and pastas don't make you fat either. It's just like taking them out while you're trying to lose weight definitely can help, but having them shouldn't cause you to gain weight, right? Just like fat doesn't make you fat. Neither does fruit. None of those things. Uh, are you still having the bites of bits? Are you still ha are you still have are you still snacking at night? You still having the chips, still having the pizza, still having all that? I don't mind you doing that, but are you learning anything from it? And are you ragging on yourself because of it? And more so, are you ragging on me and my team because your scale's not moving? Yeah, you know. You know. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. And a lot of feels come with that, right? Because you're like, why do I keep doing that? And then you're just, why isn't the scale moving? And you know why the scale isn't moving. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference between eating healthy and eating healthy in eating in a way that's conducive to fat loss. And you can't fuck around. 
They can't fuck around. You want that skill to move. You, you know why you, you know why you can't mess around because our bodies have so many other things that they need to do that it just doesn't have all day, every day to focus on fat loss. And usually the environment isn't conducive that you're living in the high stress, lack of sleep, the go, 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 go. Our lifestyles are not conducive to the time we need to take in order to do the things that we need to do, you know, in order to focus on it and really lose this weight. Um, are you moving your body enough? I exercise is such a huge compliment to the program. Are you uh, premenopausal, menopausal, and you are not doing resistance training? A big part of why you're having such a hard time regulating your foods and your insulin and why you're gaining in that middle section is that over the years and your 20 years of dieting, you have not only lost weight, you have lost a lot of muscle mass. And that's sort of, that's the detriment of diets. Another one of them is that you're not just losing fat, you're losing muscle. And so now your body really needs it at this time. The way your body converts your foods, the amount of insulin your body needs to utilize changes. And you're more sensitive to that. And you see it reflected in your weight. And so you need to do some resistance training. I wish you didn't have to exercise. Um, I, I say you can exercise and lose weight. You you can absolutely exercise and lose weight. You do not need to exercise in order to lose weight. But if you feel like you're having your hormones are, are factoring into this, then you really should do some resistance training. I have people all the time. I did Gina's program. I've lost all this weight. Did you do any exercise? No, I did not. But you do need to move your body. Your body is meant to move. And if you're having a hard time getting the scale to move, you might want to exercise because because it helps relieve stress. You might want to do some resistance training to increase your muscle mass, right? Like there are all sorts of other beneficial reasons why exercise is so beneficial to you. And so it's not about exercising to burn fat and burn calories or any of those things. That's not why we're doing it because exercise has so many health benefits, including your heart health. So every time you get your heart rate up, it immediately sends a message to your body to strengthen your heart. And obviously the healthier your body is, the healthier your body is right? Like you, you have to get healthy to lose weight, not lose weight to get healthy, right? So are you factoring? And we just actually started rolling out some exercises. So this week I shared some of your favorites. Um, we've had some great um, fitness experts join us. Chloe, Sherry Perez, they're going to be sharing some of their favorite exercises with us. These are all stored in our app, by the way. So in the app, there's a whole exercise guide there. So you can go ahead and, um, you know, check those out if you want to. All sorts of great resources out there online, um, you know, free classes. Tony and I, we work out in the morning. I jump on the bike and he finds, you know, a boxing workout or a hit workout workout on YouTube. He just goes through YouTube and finds all of these free, amazing workouts that you can do. Are you also doing simple things? I know it's so cliche, the park further away from the grocery store, the taking the stairs instead of the escalator. These things add up, man. They add up. Um, are you walking away from exercise feeling good, energized, or are you pounding the shit out of your body and not giving your body enough rest? Alternatively, if you are exercising, are you still in the mindset of burning off your calories? Is that, are you using exercise to punish yourself for the donut you had? Are you still doing that? Cause you really want to knock that shit off or work that or work through that. Why are you doing that? Cause that's not healthy for you. And you want to reconnect with exercise in a positive way where you get to exercise. You are woke up and you are alive today and you get to move your body. Like that's amazing. And that's the connection that you have and you should be moving your body because it makes you feel really good right? Rather than punishing yourself. So are you lifting weights every day, doing HIIT classes, never giving yourself a break, and then wondering why your body can't focus on fat loss, right? So there's sort of two extremes. 
Um, back to number nine. Are you helping your body in detox? We talked about this. The, um, you know, like, are you consistent with meals and snacks? Are you eating token amounts if you're not hungry? It's so important to do that. Um, are you choosing easier to digest proteins while in detox or you're eating a steak and potatoes, probably not the best time for that. Again, all of this is in that supporting that body and detox post, right? Are you getting in extra water? Are you trying to move your body? Are you, you know, trying to get that sleep? Are you, when that scale is moving, doing the things to support that? Are you taking any medications or have health issues that need to be factored in? Everyone's always like, I have thyroid issues. Um, I have diabetes. I have this. I have that. I have whatever hormone, this, that. Is it going to, is it, am I going to be able to lose weight? Absolutely. This goes back to our very first Science Saturday post on set point theory, but more than that, all the detrimental effects of carrying excess fat in your body. We had that great conversation with Dr. Paul yesterday on inflammation. Carrying excess fat causes inflammation in the body. When you have a lot of inflammation in the body, it's hard for your body to focus on fat loss, which is what's really exciting is all the things that you're doing on the program will help address that. But it's because you have diabetes. It's because you have thyroid issues. It's because you have high cholesterol. It's because of all these health issues that your body is working overtime to make you healthy. It's because of those issues that your body wants this fat gone already. It's just that probably your past attempts of starving and deprive yourself immediately reinforce the fact that it needed fat. So you lost it and gained it all back every single time. And so with this process, it's a matter of giving the body what it needs to feel like it no longer needs this fat because you're no longer starving and depriving and doing those things. And you're helping facilitate that fat loss by doing the things that you do by following the program and supporting that body in detox when that scale actually starts moving. So it's because of those health issues. So if you're using your health issues as an excuse, I don't care what they are. It is because of the, your body's looking at you like, what? Excuse me, what? You think, oh, you think I don't want to lose the weight because you have diabetes, because you have thyroid issues, because you have this, because you have that hormone. You think I don't want to lose the weight because you have hormone issues. Bitch, do you know how much inflammation I have to deal with because you're carrying all this excess fat and you think that I want this fat? Your body doesn't want the fat. Your body wants you to be healthy. Every minute, of, every second, millisecond of the day, your body is repairing, rebuilding, regenerating, rejuvenating. It doesn't want the fat any more than you do. So you're really fooling yourself if you feel like your body wants this fat. Now, you may feel like your body hates you because every time you go to lose weight, it gains it all back, right, <laughs> without even trying. Like you look at a piece of fruit and you gain your weight back. But that's not your body. That's the diets that you've done and the way that they are designed. They're designed to help you lose weight, not to be able to sustain your weight. So your body's on your side. It's your biggest cheerleader in life. It wants you to be healthy and happy and all those things. But you need to be working hand in hand with your healthcare provider and making sure you're doing all of the things that you can do. Um, you know, like um, Hashimoto's, for example, graves, Hashimoto's, thyroid issues. There are things that you can do above and beyond even what we're doing on program. There are certain foods that you can eat that can be beneficial to you that you can incorporate into the program and the plan, right? Same thing with your hormones, same thing with whatever health issue you have. That if you, if you also address that at the same time, you're simultaneously doing all of these other things. That's the best of, that's double impact, man. That's the best of both worlds, right? Um, are you seeing a natural path, right? Like, listen, I hate people spending money, but investing in your health and figure out, I, I saw a comment today day. Um, where was it in the group? It got, um, I saw a comment and I have to go back and I just saw it real quickly. Someone who's done eight programs, eight programs and lost some weight, but really struggled, finally went to get their hormones tested and their hormones are like totally out of whack. So of course that's factoring in. Is it going to stop you from reaching your goals? No, but do you need to factor it in and do something about it? Yes. 
Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Does that suck for you? Absolutely. Is it your ticket to finally and forever sustainable weight loss addressing these health issues? Yes. Is it also your ticket to live a healthy life and probably live as long as possible? Yes. And wouldn't we want to do that anyway? Absolutely. You know, getting your blood work done, um, going to see a chiropractor. Are you dealing with a sore neck? Cause you're like me, you're on your phone all the time working, you're hunched over at your desk and you're like walking around with this big, Oh my God, all the time that is affecting your body's ability to function properly. If you have a headache all the time, neck ache, chances are you don't want to be all that active. You don't want to be doing this. You don't want to be doing that. You're probably not putting in the effort that you could put in because you're suffering every single day. Are you doing something about that? You know? Um, seeking out a specialist to deal with, it's such a bugger to have to deal with our health issues. I went last night, uh, I took my daughter. She was so anxious about going. I was anxious about going. Um, it, you know, thank goodness I have the best doctor. She was super thorough. We were there for like two hours. She actually spent two hours with us. And afterwards, my daughter was like, I said, how do you feel now? She's like, oh, that was like, I really wasn't looking forward to going. But now I feel so relieved that I've gone and I've spoken to somebody, you know, like just it's such a it's such a it can be so anxious to go to your doctor. But then when you go, you're so you feel so much better. And I said to her, it's so, I know you have issues going to your doctor, but you have got to take care of your health. You have to make those appointments. You have to follow through and go. And I know it feels hard, but you have to do that. And I know a lot of us feel the same way about that. I had a hard time. I have the best doctor. I had a hard time going last night because I don't like to admit that I'm struggling with things. I'm struggling with my mental health right now, which is affecting my body. I'm not sure what I wanted her to do for me, but we had a really great conversation and just reminded me of all the things that I can do and the help that is available to me. And, you know, I was, I'm so stubborn because I can do it. I got this. I know I don't need anybody. I'm going to do it on my own. I know what I need to do. You know, they're like, they go to school for this. They're the professionals in it. So rely on them. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, are you missing any organs? I know this sounds like really bizarre, but I say this because so many people are missing their gallbladder, yet they're not taking bile salts, digestive bitters. They're not even aware of the, yes, their body has a hard time processing fats, not really truly understanding why it's so important to stay away from those processed foods and processed fats, especially. And then they're so afraid of all fats, including good fats. And then with your body's not getting enough fat in your diet, it can be, make your body really reluctant to let go of your fats. Um, so it's really important that you're understanding the things that you can do to help that you're you're like you're missing your gallbladder right and your your gallbladder sort of helps to filter toxins and also adds that extra cup of bile into your digestive system to help your body process and digest and break down the foods that you're getting you know are you missing out on nutrients of your foods and then not adding those nutrients back in by way of supplements right that's really important that goes with anything else or you know any other organs that you're missing you know i would talk to people who would like you know i'm trying to figure out because when I work with clients, these are all the same questions I would ask them, by the way. 
It's all the same questions I would ask them. It's a whole checklist I would go through. Try to understand. So what has this person done? Where are they at? Why is your body feeling need to serve out? So along with these questions, this checklist, I would also do uh, map your whole weight loss history. Map your journey. When did your weight issues start? What happened? What triggered it? When did you lose? When did you gain it back? What did you do? You know, you really un- want to really understand where you are at. And so I would be like, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with someone and go through through all of this. How's your health? Oh, I'm good. I'm whatever. And I'd be working with them. And then they're like, oh, well, I kind of feel this. Or I kind of feel that. I'm like, okay, so you don't have any health issues. And they're like, oh yeah, no, I'm like missing my gallbladder or, oh yeah, no, I'm on this medication or, oh yeah, no, I've got like a, I have got this bad back. I don't sleep at night and I take sleeping pills every night. And I'd be like the fog. Do you not think this is important because they just think eat less, exercise more, really not understanding how your body is functioning and the health of your body factors into your body being able to focus on fat loss in the first place. Again, not that you're not going to lose weight, but things that you will need to focus on in order to really lose that weight in a healthy, sustainable way. Hormones. Okay, I'm not going to get too much into hormones because we're going to we talked a little bit, we touched on it a bit with Dr. Paul. We're going to go right into this conversation with Dr. Alinka. Um, we just started. It's so exciting because 21 groups, and this is really the first time I'm going to go into that conversation with her, especially perimenopause, menopausal. We're going to do like a what are hormones 101 because beyond the sex hormones, there are other hormones: your cortisol, your insulin, your hunger hormones, leptin, ghrelin, all these hormones in your body that go far beyond hormonal dysfunction or irregulation or whatever you want to call it. Because when you talk about balancing your hormones, it's not like they're a straight line. And, you know, it's oversimplifying a, you know, very complicated conversation. We're going to have it tomorrow. Um, But again, when it comes to hormones, so many people use their hormones as an excuse as to why they're not being successful. When again, when you talk to any of our experts, they will tell you on the most basic level, you need to be doing what you need to do on the program. This program is like a get healthy 101. That's what it is with the side effect of weight loss at the end of the day. So this is why we see here so many people whose doctors are so pleased with the fact that they are doing all these changes because when your doctor says, go get healthy, lose some weight, and you're like trying all these old diets that aren't making you healthier, the the only benefit is you're losing fat and actually starving and depriving yourself in the process, systematically breaking your body down in the process, you know, also utilizing muscle in the process. You know, when you go and lose your weight in an actually healthy way that actually gives your body the resources it needs so your body can actually repair and rebuild and regenerate and rejuvenate and detox properly, you know what I mean? That's a game changer. It's a fucking game changer. So hormones are going to uh, blow through. There's a great, great checklist in there. Um, have you had the, your blood work done? This is really important. I know some of you are like, well, I just don't have easy access to my um, my healthcare provider. Do what you can. Talk talk to your doctors about your needs, right? And I know it's not an easy conversation. I th- and I know a lot of you feel like you've been blown off. Your doctors just blow you off. You're fat. Just lose weight. That's your whole problem for everything. Doctors are people too, and they are there to work for you. So work hand in hand with your doctor, right? Get a baseline on, don't just go once a year. If you've made significant changes or you have health issues, you should be checking in regularly with them, you know? Um, have you added any supplements to it? Like, you know, you know you're low in vitamin D or you got it checked one time and you haven't taken it and you haven't added it in. Again, the supplements. I, you know, I don't want the living method to be known as a supplement program. This is why we don't benefit from supplements. This is why you can buy them wherever you want to buy them, whatever ones you want to buy. We just educate you on the importance of it. 
I'm a little confused because I thought the veg snack was alone. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not. So read the information. This is why I'm saying off the top, like again, go back. I was talking, I know some of you are just joining in, but it doesn't say veg snack alone. And this is why know what you're doing. Know what you're doing. Really learn what you need to do. The food plan is the most important part. If you haven't watched the food plan video, if you haven't watched the living method video, if you're not watching the overviews of the week, if you, if you are not 100% entirely clear, there's a whole breakdown of every single individual meal and snack. It's week five. How do you not know that you can add proteins and fats and make your veg snack as nutrient rich? I for sure have mentioned it at least 20 times on the check-ins, in the lives. So I'm not saying like, oh, you didn't see it because it's a lot of information. So I can totally understand it. You got it the first day, you read it, you're like, okay, I got this. This is why you want to go back. This is why you want to make sure you're super clear. Um, I had a great conversation with Ruth. Ruth Kane, she's the one who's doing the, she's doing, um, she's been researching the Libby Method, the team at the University of Ottawa. She got government funding and I talk to her on a regular basis because she's done over 300 focus groups with people in the group. And, and now she's doing focus groups over in the, in the maintenance group. And it really comes down to, have you learned what you needed to learn? Are you learning what you need to learn? Like, are you really immersing yourself in the information? I saw someone this morning, well, I just, I don't have time to watch the videos and time to read the information. You don't have time to lose weight in a healthy, sustainable way, but you've been trying to lose it for 20 years. Trust me, you have the fucking time. You have the time. You want to accomplish this big, huge goal that so many of you have been trying to do forever. You got to do things differently. A quick fix ain't going to do it for you. It's just not. How many quick fixes have you done over the past how many years? How quick is that quick fix? Is this not, right? So you have to immerse yourself in the information. You have to know exactly what you need to do. It's like my kid getting their license. I'm never going to let my kid drive my car on their own until I know 100% that they know every fucking thing that they need to know about knowing how to drive that car. Until they not only had their 10 lessons included in what I paid for, I don't care if they need 100 freaking lessons. My kid, just because they finished the class and finished their lessons, doesn't mean I'm going to let them drive my car on their own. Uh-uh. I'm going to make sure 100% that they know exactly what they need to do, that they are so calm. They are so calm because they know everything that they need to know that they are ready to go. And your this is, I mean, it's not driving a car, but it's like anything else. You want to be the best at it, the best for you, not the person who loses the most or the quickest in the group, but you want to do your best. And if you don't have the information and you are unsure, and I said this on day one, do not go one day not knowing what you need to do. Do not go one day being unsure about what you need to do because there's no excuse for that because you have a whole group of people here who are here to answer as many questions as you need. I am showing up every day in the check-ins. I am doing my lives. If you don't have time for the lives and yet you feel like you don't know what you're doing, invest in the time in the lives. I am so, it's not about me, you guys. I don't want you to sit here and listen to me every day. I want you to sit here and get the information that you need to know in order to be successful. I don't want you to keep coming back group over group over group over group I want you to come back for as many rounds as you need till you reach that goal I don't want you to keep coming back and paying me I don't I want you to lose your weight and then I want you to focus on maintenance and make sure you are super solid super clear super confident and then I want you to go live your life that's what I want for you I want you to go live your life after you reach your goal so in order to achieve this huge thing that you many of you have been trying to do forever you're going to have to do some things. You're going to have to level up that shit. And that's what week five is all about. Leveling up, 
maximizing? Are you doing everything? Are your choices falling in line with your goals and what you want to see happen? Right? Like, especially if the scale isn't moving, that sucks for you. Am I 100% confident you will reach your goal? Absolutely. Am I 100% confident you're going to show up long enough and do the things that you need to do? I'm not, I don't know. I desperately want this for you, but I also know some of you are just not going to follow through. So you are either going to leave this group being successful or you're going to quit and that's how it's going to be, right? So, so really understand and know what you need to do. Pull out the information every week, that basic food plan, remind yourself, make notes, journal, use the app, ask questions, like immerse yourself in this shit Like the rest of your life depends on it. A life where you don't have to worry about what I'm eating, what am I not eating? I feel fat, I feel gross, I'm gonna lose my weight and constantly live your fucking life on a diet. Because I guarantee you at the end of your days, you're not gonna be like, oh, I'm so happy. I spent 30 years of my life stressing about my weight and being on a fucking diet. That's not, that's guaranteed. That's not what you want. All right. Sorry. Back. I'm a little passionate about this. If you can't tell, I'm laying it all on the line. You guys, I'm I'm so here for this and I want you to be here for it too. Maybe you're not. That's cool. If you want to take a more relaxed approach, that's all right as well. Okay. Um, taking the supplements. Uh, and again, it's not taking, I want you to just take all the supplements. I want you to listen to that, read the supplement post, listen to the conversations with Dr. Paul, have conversations with your doctor, find out if you really need these things. Cause if you do, they could be game changers for you. Have you been noticing, uh, focusing on repairing, rebuilding and making change? Are you noticing the non-scale victories? This is so important. You have got, you cannot be not noticing your body change. You can't be making all of these changes and not noticing anything. Sometimes you refuse to see what's going on because you just want to see the scale move. You've got to be paying attention to all the amazing things that are happening because that's going to be so motivating, honestly. And when you are paying attention and taking it a step further, being really proud of the things that you are doing, you are more likely to continue doing those things. Um, you know, um, are you noticing your rings change, your complexion changing? Like, you know, are your clothes fitting better? Or do you have a, you know, more relaxed around food? Are you taking photos of yourself and seeing yourself for really what's going on? Or are you just relying on other people? Because we know from the past, you can't rely on other people to let you know what you're doing. Because you can lose 80 pounds and still someone wouldn't say a word to you for other reasons, obviously, in their own stuff or whatever they're worried about, right? So you have to notice the changes. You have to see. You have to believe. You have to... Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? When you visualize yourself and you close your eyes and you think of yourself, what do you look like? How do you move? How do you feel? What is the energy that you're putting out? What is the energy you are attracting? What is your mood throughout that day? That person that you visualize, you are already that person. You wouldn't be able to visualize it if it wasn't possible. You are already that person. So what are the things that you need to do to become that person that you already are? You know what I mean? Like that's, this is what you want to see. Do you want to be the kind of person who gets up every morning early? Then get up every morning, even if it's hard and you're struggling and whatever, right? And remind yourself that this is the kind of person that I want to be. Do you want to be that kind of person that floats through life in ease of movement rather that person gets out of bed and they're like, fuck, I can barely move. What do you need to do that? Work on your stretching in the morning. Do you know what I mean? Move your body more, go for walks, right? Do you want to be that person who just sits around a table full of their favorite food and is not stressed and they're just able to eat it and enjoy it? The person at, at you, you know, you're at a party and the hors d'oeuvres are coming around and maybe you'll take one and you're like, oh, wow, delicious. And maybe you'll skip on the next because you're like, oh, I'm not too much of a fan of those. And you're not going to stress. Oh my God, I shouldn't eat this. Shouldn't eat that. Oh my God, I don't want to diet. Like who is 
is this person that you want to be? Non-scale victories can really get you there by because you're really focusing on all those little changes that you're making along the way. Um, are you getting a good variety of protein in your diet? This is really important. There's a whole let's talk protein. Some of, some people talk in this week how it's hard to get protein in. So many great proteins in there. Meat protein, seafood, plant protein. We have a grocery list. Let's talk protein, carbs, and fats list. Mix it up. Try to get some more. We're hearing more and more of the benefits of um, vegan protein, plant protein. It doesn't mean that you don't have to eat meat. It doesn't mean that you don't have to eat meat. Meat is great. If you love meat, great. Um, but try to get a good mix. Now, if you are vegan, vegetarian, and you don't eat meat, are you making an effort to really understand the kinds of proteins that your body needs? Beans, lentils, tofu, nuts, seeds. Like you're, You should be super solid on all the amazing sources of plant protein and be making an effort to get them in. Do you have digestive issues that you need to factor in, right? Like um, are you pooping? once every few days, then the good sign that your digestive system needs some work. Saw someone today say, my stomach, I feel bloated every time I have cauliflower. That can happen with those cruciferous foods. They can make you gassy because they're very hard to digest. So it isn't taking them out. It's like, okay, so why can't my body process and digest those without some digestive upset. Maybe I would benefit from digestive bitters, probiotic, prebiotic type of thing to strengthen my digestive system. If you have Crohn's, colitis, diverticulitis, any of those, you know, hardcore IBS, um, really being understanding. Someone was talking about how they were having a flare up, but then we're like, what should I not eat? You should already know this. You should already know what you should. This is what I mean by working hand in hand with your healthcare provider. Do you know as much as you need to know about the health issues that you have? It's, they say, oh, she's like, oh, I heard that you have to avoid nuts and seeds. That is so old news. They've already debunked the nuts and seeds with diverticulitis. Now, you might have trigger foods because nuts and seeds are harder to digest for you for whatever, maybe another digestive reason. So you really need to understand your trigger foods. And if you have trigger foods or digestive issues, are you keeping a journal? Do you even know what works well for you? What doesn't? Are you? Do you know what your trigger foods are? Right? Do you know what foods are soothing and what foods are beneficial and what ones are easier for you to digest than others, right? And maybe you don't, which totally is understandable, but then you got to figure that out. Like, you, you know, go online, you search, you know, search up whatever health issue you have, what are great foods to have to avoid and factor those into the program and what you are, what you are choosing day to day to day, right? Um, taking those supplements, seeing a healthcare provider, getting enough fiber in your diet, maximizing your food choices, adding in those leafy greens. You guys still adding those leafy greens or you just think it's horseshit? So leafy greens are great because they help facilitate detox in the body. Um, they help with good roughage. They have great nutrient value. They're so great. And maybe like, I don't have time for salads. They don't have, you can just throw some leaves in your mouth for all I care. Um, get them in, get them in. I know it gets monotonous. Fuck, really? Salad, leafy greens, every fucking meal. Yes, get them in. Why you've set aside this 91 days to focus on this. Uh, do you have bowel movement issues? What are you doing about it? Have you even checked out our poo protocol? right? Like if you're going every day, but you have to have a coffee or you have to eat something first before you go, your, your bowel movements are not regular. They are like induced from eating, drinking coffee or eating, um, which means your microbiome probably could use some work. We talked about huge microbiome conversation with Dr. Paul. It's like center of your universe and it's all the messaging and everything's connected to your microbiome. And a um, lot, lot of research being done with your microbiome being connected to weight loss. Talk to Dr. Paul about this. Apparently there's new specific strains of probiotics that can help with weight loss. We're going to start doing some research on that for you guys. Um, you know, so if you're not pooping every day, chances are you got some issues going on down there, right? That could really use some addressing. The trifala, the 
psyllium, whatever you got going on, there are things that you can do, right? Um, adding in fiber rich foods, taking a fiber supplement, moving your body, journaling, understanding your bowel movements, all that. Are you sabotaging yourself? Are you sabotaging yourself? Right? Are you sabotaging yourself? Are you getting in your own way? It's a big conversation. Do you know 100% that you're going to be here at the end? Or are you, I saw someone today, they're scared. First of all, I want to also thank everyone for sharing how they're feeling. Like the group is, it's so important for us to know what's going on with you and where you are at and the things that you're struggling with and the things that you're working through. And when you share what you know or don't know, or, or you ask a question, because so many people are afraid to ask questions because they feel like it's been asked before. Please don't, don't care about what questions other people ask. Be selfish about this process and what you need to know and the help that you need and the support that you need, because we really are here for you. But every time you share, ask a question, like so many people benefit that who never ask a question, they don't need to because they saw that you asked that question, or, you know, they don't feel alone, because you've shared that you're having a hard time with this, or you're having a hard time with that, right? So you're sharing that. Um, I saw someone saying that they're sabotaging themselves because they're afraid that it's not going to work for them right? They're afraid it's not going to work for them. Oh, such a valid feel. You've done all the diets. You just you don't want this to be, you can't even stomach the fact that you might fail at this. You can't even stomach the fact that it's not going to work for you, but we want it to work for you so badly, probably more than you want it to work. I, you know, my thing is not like, I don't lose sleep at night because I'm wondering, is the program going to work? That's not why I lose sleep. What I lose sleep over, are people going to show up? Are they going to keep showing up? Are they going to do what they need to do long enough? Can I keep them around long enough doing the things that they need to do that they can actually start to believe and trust that it is going to work for them? So I, I am 100% confident the program will work for everybody. I've been doing it for 36 years. I've never met anyone I couldn't help as long as they're willing to do the work that they need to do and do it long enough. So my stress is, are people going to do it long enough to really understand? This is why if you're wavering, read the science part listen to the spill the tea conversations read the amazing Livy loser spotlights the last couple of weeks like these are real people and it's not like oh it was so easy for them nobody we spotlight it was easy for them you'd think that we would be doing that great marketing for the living method oh lose your weight it's so easy that's not real life for people it's not real life for people to think that weight loss is just so easy. Do the things that you need to do. Everyone's like, yeah, I do the things you need to do. Listen to Gina. But that doesn't mean that doing those things ain't easy, right? It's easy. It's hard. It's hard, you know? Sabotaging yourself. Um, are you setting realistic goals? Are you all or nothing? What's your mentality? Are you listening to the conversations with Dr. Beverly? You know, read the post on sabotage. We have a couple great ones. Festering in your funk. Are you just wanting to feel your feels? You're so fucking tired of losing this fucking weight already. You just want to be pissy pants about it every fucking day. It's not helping you. Be pissy, but do the things that you need to do. Like have real conversations. Don't berate yourself. Have real conversations with yourself. What is going on with you? What do you need? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Like go spend some quiet time with yourself and be like, okay, I keep doing this. I don't want to keep doing that. Why do I keep doing that? What can I do to not do that? You know, these are the, you, this is where you got to get really real with yourself and, and spend that time with yourself. And I know some of you straight up way too busy because you're prioritizing everybody else. You don't got time for yourself. You got to make time. You got to make time. Um, the last one is such a big one. Um, do you genuinely believe you have what it takes to follow through and finish, right? And maybe you don't, but here's where you can still set yourself up for success. Set those intentions, end of day reflections, put your feelings out there, honor 
what you're thinking. You don't have to know 100% that you will be here at the end, but you have to want to be here at the end. Do you want to be here at the end? Why did you sign up in the first place? Life is not making it easy for you to accomplish this goal, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to get there. And I think when life makes it hard for us, it's because there are things for us to learn and work through and challenge us so that when we do get there, we're just like, we look back and we're like, oh my, look what I have done, you know, and you're going to see the things that happened to you. And the fact that you were resilient and you persevered and you've overcome, if you've been trying to lose weight forever and you feel like you failed, it wasn't you, you are still trying. However, many years later, you haven't given up on yourself. That's the focus. Those diets were shitty and never designed for sustainable weight loss. This one is. So take all of that energy and put it into where you are at now. You have to be able to see how the benefits of prioritizing yourself, working through your feels, all the talk we're talking about mentally, that the issues, associations, the beliefs, the habits, the past traumas are very real. And the food, good, nutrient-rich foods, being in tune to our body, like that you got to understand that that is the way. That is the way, right? That is the way. Um, so have these conversations with yourself, right? Um, set those intentions, you know, check on yourself midday, end of day reflections, visualize yourself, visualize yourself before you get out of bed in the morning, visualize your day going really well, visualize yourself being successful, visualize yourself working through, visualize that person that you want to be, that you are creating, that you are, that person that you already are. You just got to make the choices and, you know, keep going and keep working towards so that it really leads to sustainable change inside, outside, where you get to a place where you lose your weight in a healthy way that makes you healthier and in tune and you're calm physically, calm mentally. You're just like, wake up, look good, feel good, go about your day and live your life. Imagine all the time you're going to save when you're not thinking about what you're eating and when time, energy, money, when you no longer need to diet it away. Oh my God. Um, I love doing these troubleshooting. Um, I hope that you found it helpful. I know you, there's a lot of you got questions, so make sure you pop them over in the question of the day page. Um, but five weeks in, more than half the program left. This is where it actually gets easier as you go, not harder because your body's more on your side. You're more in tune. You've been addressing your body's needs. Your body wants this. It's just a matter of leveling up, showing up every single day, making as many choices as possible that fall in line. You're going to have days where you're a rock star and days where you're not, and it will all even out at the end. And you will be amazed at all the little things that you are doing add up and make a big difference. All you got to do is hang in there. I'm doing a day by day thing. I got big plans, big goals. Sometimes I find that really motivating. Right now I find it completely overwhelming. And so I have chosen to do a day by day by day approach right now in my life. And that's okay. Maybe I will get back to big picture and, you know, doing all the things right now. I'm doing as many things as I possibly can day to day to day. And that is good enough. And that is good enough. Um, but if you feel like your choices are not adding up, this is a great opportunity to open up this maximizing post, listen to this conversation time and time again, and look for the things that you can do that are going to make a big difference. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you found this helpful. Bookmark it. Um, save it. You'll be able to send the podcast version to any friends or, friend or family, people that you know that are struggling with weight. Regardless of what program they're doing, you know there are always things that they can do as well to be proactive. It's such a relevant conversation to anyone trying to lose weight. Weight loss is so much more, I'll say it again, than eating less and exercising more. <laughs> In fact, it's none of that. It's it's none of that. It's none of that at all. Um, 
have an amazing day, everyone. And I will see you later. If you want to join me at 12, Kim and I are going to talk about the tweak this week, which is very much a tweak this week, even though you might perceive this as the same old thing. It's not. There's so much more to it. And it's the setup for next week where we're going to be downsizing again. Uh, so be sure to join us. Have an amazing day, uh, everyone. And I'll see you later. Bye.